It's Maddie and Patty, coast to coast. From Brooklyn, this is Pat McMenamin to San Francisco. It's Matt Younger. Say hello, Maddie. Hey, Patty. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing better. Jump man, he's back. Jump man. Mm. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump. So excited. Uh, first time I got the tweet, the tweet, texted to you earlier this week. Uh, uh, it autocorrected the jump man, jump man, jump man, jump. That's a great apparently, sign. Apparently, apparently, I already saved that into my phone, <laughs> my phone vocabulary. Uh, welcome to the Cleveland Sports Hour with Maddie and Patty, uh, two self-aware but unapologetic homers who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the Cavs, the Browns, and the Tribes. So if you like the informed, intelligent Cleveland fans' perspective, you've come to the right place. So Shunt Man Returns is the breaking news, Maddie, but I think you and I need to reveal something right off the bat to our loyal listeners. Um, this is not comfortable for me to admit, but it's something that I think we have to admit. They need to know. Uh, friends, Maddie and Patty are fighting. A lot. Are you guys still out of work, this TV? I tried the button, but it doesn't go. Go back inside! Oh, you guys are fighting. We're fighting! Right. <laughs> uh, that's how I felt. Go back. Oh, that's good. We are fighting. Um, it's... it's it's, it's, so I'll, I'll summarize for our listeners who, who uh, uh, don't know uh, our, our increasingly bitter text exchange, uh, how, how to develop. But it's a holdover from our last podcast, right? When the yes. Cavs played poorly and lost to two overachieving Eastern Conference teams with these very athletic front courts, right? The Milwaukee Bucks and uh, the Pistons. Correct. Uh, you know, they, had, they have everything your girl Kevin Love doesn't have. They have length, athleticism, youth. Leaping ability, defense, grit, uh, and everything that your girl does have, the three-ball shooting, the, the preternatural rebounding, the silky post-game, the full-court passes, the passing from the elbow, all that court savvy, uh, either just, just doesn't shine as bright in comparison or as dim beyond sight. So that was sort of how we were feeling at the time. You know, since then, the Cavs you know, uh, dismantled the, the Bucks in, on second viewing, so it felt a little better, but then they kept falling back into it again against a bunch of more teams, so it was getting increasingly concerning. Uh, the tenor against of our, not good teams too, Pat. Yes, exactly. Against not good teams. Uh, what come, uh, the Bucks aren't that good, although they did beat the, uh, <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. Fuck them. Uh, yeah, but the Wizards we we lost to badly. Those the Wizards would not make the playoffs, and I don't think are going to make the playoffs. Yep. Uh, yep. The the Pelicans are not going to make the playoffs. Although they had been they had been pretty improved over the past couple of games leading up to that game, but still they were I, finally I, getting I, healthy. But still. I, I I still take your point. Um, um and because they, they had they have been playing some good games lately, but still I take your point. Uh, and that uh, horrible blowout against the Heat too. Yes, Let's not with, Well, yes, there's a lot of circumstances to that, but still. Uh, uh the point being that you, if if I were to boil down your arguments, it came down to the the argument that the the league itself has evolved towards athleticism. And since last season, since last season, the league has become more athletic, and we and have not. And we yeah. have not. And we, we have built a team to win from 2010 to 2014, but not from 2015 to 2018, right? Does that, that, that that's a good summation of of it, it close. I think it's it's the league is going away from bigs. Generally, that's not news, right? And mm-hmm. maybe our bigs are less prepared. 
um, for what the, the league looks like than some other teams might be. Right, right. Whereas I, I'm arguing that skill is always valued, so you can't overreact. Our current struggles, I felt, were a combination of bullshit effort and questionable schemes. Plus, I'll toss in um, uh, two key players who are playing poorly, and that, that does have an impact on, on our, our roster when they're playing poorly, regardless of uh, um, uh, Kyrie and Shump being out. So it's, at the root of our fight is this, and this is what we're devoting the podcast uh, uh, to today. Uh, do we have the personnel, injured and healthy, to execute a championship game plan against Golden State, San Antonio, or the East? Uh, or are we simply too old, slow, and uh, last decade? So uh, that's, that's the focus tonight. Uh, we're we're, we're going to drift away from the weekly recap of each game. And it's just as well. I mean, we can't keep it up. And really, what do we add? It's, it's better that we come to you guys when we have something original to bring to the table. So we're going to talk about the Cavs. Are they built to win? Were their pre-shot Kyrie struggles insignificant or something to worry about when we're at full strength? Uh, can Golden State go fuck itself enough? <laughs> they, they cannot. I, that's okay. Thank you. Uh, and uh, also, Matty, you have some interesting Browns hypotheticals, hypotheticals to discuss and maybe a little Indians news. Uh, I want two minutes on the Indians at the end. Two minutes. Two-minute yeah. tribe. Two-minute tribe. So, Matty, uh, uh, why don't you take the floor? Uh, give me your opening statement for uh, uh, why I am so wrong about everything uh, involving the Cavs and why, sure. why, why you felt compelled to take such a tone, such, such a mean, nasty, vindictive tone in all your, tweet, all your text to me. Just, just so well, mean. The, the reason for the tone is personal and has nothing to do with the Cavs. <laughs> that's that's just, our shit. I just don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I want to frame this by saying that if you go back to our first podcast and you told us that on December 14th, the Cavs were going to be 14 and 7, um, leading the East. No Shump, no Kyrie, none of them back early. A um, little bit of injury bug that we have had, I would have said, that's great. This, things seem right on track. We're not paying attention to the regular season, not taking it too seriously. Um, that's better than I probably expected. Trump and Kyrie will come back. We'll round into form in the winter and be there in the in the spring. Everything is, is great. Um, and I think there's still a chance that that's true. But while I, I, I feel like you know, we are in a window, Pat, we're 36 years old. If we're going to get a championship sometime, it's going to be these next couple of years with this team. <laughs> I, like, I like that you say our age. Our, our age is a factor in this. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> we're running, we're, we're running on borrowed time here. Um, so I feel like we have to take this like deadly seriously as, 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 as much yeah. as you can, as much as you can. Uh, professional basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means really taking as honest a look at we as we can at the team that's out there on the court. And that team for the last month or so has been not great. And I think I guess our, our chief argument is that is that just effort and it's the regular season and they know that they don't have to really try now, mm-hmm. um, which is disappointing in some ways, but also just what we said at the beginning of the season. They shouldn't be trying that hard. They should take it easy. This is, you know, this doesn't matter. Right, but that's not how you play. You, you have to you have to try hard. You you just have to rest your players. Like the the Spurs do it because, you know, they don't have all their shit together, but they're still playing hard. They're still right. playing smart. They're just not playing at the peak of their abilities, and they sick guys all the time. Right, these guys are playing like shit. <laughs> right, and so my concern is: is there something? Is is there something else there with either our personnel or how they're deployed that is a bigger problem? Mm-hmm. And that's my concern. Kevin Love has played. 
badly, in my opinion, for the last month or so. He started out the season great, but he went four games without hitting a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not shooting. I know there's all those the stats about how good his uh, his post shooting is. I mm-hmm. can't remember what it was like eighty percent or something on some. I don't know some some made up stat about it looks. Some, it's something your brother sent. Yeah, <laughs> but if you look at him, I mean, he's shooting forty three percent. Yeah, from the from the field, thirty six percent from three point range, thirty seven percent from three point range, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times out there, he just doesn't look fast or strong or tough enough to really get stuff done. Like he goes weak to the rim. I, it, I I'm just thoroughly have been pretty thoroughly unimpressed with his play. His passing was very nice in the Orlando game. Mm-hmm. I, I I noted that, and I'm, I'm not saying he's terrible, but like. If we're playing Golden State and they have their lineup of death out, I don't think we yeah. can have him out on the court. Mm-hmm. I don't not, think he can play. And I'll go further. I don't know that TT can play either against that team. I feel like our best lineup, if they're out there, is LeBron at the five with mm. some mix of Shumpert, Smith, Irving, Delavadova, um, and 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 Mo Williams, I guess. Uh, yeah. I just don't know that those guys like and and TT is another concern for me, right? Like I don't I don't expect the world from him, but he, he really has, can't do anything out there, man. Besides rebound, right, right. Well, but he can. He just hasn't been doing it in the sense of uh, you know we don't need him to, to be able to take a ton of shots. He doesn't need to be that uh, uh, integral in offense. We can find ways to hide on offense. I don't think he's hurting us on offense. Then look, he is hurting us in the sense that he can't shoot, <laughs> but. But, uh, uh, well, not we, even just can't shoot, but can't like beyond the the lob play with Delhi, which will, mm-hmm. I think will get ferreted out. I, we saw that happen last year in the finals, mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. right? Like they mm-hmm. they just and Delhi's a little better. Delhi's been a bright spot this season, but in general, I'm just I'm concerned about that. And well, longer I, I, term, we've got a ton of money locked into those guys, and if if they can't cut it, that's a big problem. Okay. So that's my opening statement. All right. So my rebuttal is that, uh, and, and, and you're, you've been much more measured, um, uh, by the way, Maddie, uh, it, now than you were in your texts. Um, yeah, I was trying to upset you. Yeah. Well, no, but you and your texts, for the most part, Maddie, sound, sound a little bit more like this to me. So that was more or less what your your, your texts are coming across to me as constant negativity, constant. Uh, this team is terrible or horrible. We just we can't keep up. We don't have athleticism. And to me, I just while the Pat, Browns. Pat, one of, thing. One of, yes. To, yes. To be fair, I was actually watching these games that we were losing while you were. Not. <laughs> oh, cheap shot. So it's much easier. I, I, I don't admit need... there's some alarmism there, but that's what happens when you're watching your team play terribly. Versus you know, you know, <laughs> doing whatever you're doing, going to to premieres or whatever. <laughs> Uh, Whatever your certain, wife's dragged you into. 
there's a certain point in the quality of life, uh, mental health, when you need to take a step away from the game. Uh, uh, well, most of them I wanted to watch, uh, and I was, you know, driving to, to Cleveland for Thanksgiving. You know, I'm actually making that drive again this end of this week because I didn't buy my plane tickets in time. Oh, fucking, fucking idiot. Although, frankly, the drive wasn't that bad, actually. Arthur and Saul together are, are pretty decent drivers, um, road trippers. Anyway, um, you know, and I, I chose to skip the, 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 the Heat game, although I watched a full quarter of it. Um, I just wasn't in the mood to watch, you know, uh, the team that's our, our highest hope for ever having a championship <laughs> just looked terrible. Yeah. Not, not in this spell where, you know, LeBron makes people playing. say some things. Kevin love is not playing well. It was going to end poorly. We, I think we all knew that. Uh, and I watched one to see if we could, you know, turn things around. But the, but my, you know, my point has always been in counter to you is that things are shitty right now. I'm not saying we shouldn't be concerned. I'm not saying we shouldn't be upset. Because I've been watching these games. I've been, you know, I, don't, I haven't seen every single one, but I've been watching a lot of them. And, and continually, I'm seeing the same problems every single time. So I don't think I'm missing anything, or I've missed anything that would give me extra reason for concern. I, it's gotten to the point where I felt like if we were playing 500 ball, I wouldn't be so upset if we were playing well. But I feel like I'm more upset that we're winning some of these games, but uh, we're playing like shit against bad teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't account it to athleticism uh, or lack of athleticism or the way they're built. I attribute it to uh, uh, current guys playing poorly, that, playing well below what they're capable of based upon last year. Because uh, we didn't change this team. We brought the whole same team back, and it's not, you know, Richard Jefferson and Mo Williams' fault we were playing this poorly, although they aren't helping uh, no, most nights. Neither of them are helping no, right now. No, and we'll talk about that. But it struck me that it's, it's one mentality and mindset, which is bad. You don't want that. You don't want to, you know, you, you, you're, you're forming your habits now, right? So it's not good to be – I'm glad that LeBron's on them. Uh, maybe scheme. Given the fact that we don't have Shump, that, we, that we're a little bit limited on the perimeter with defense, um, but most of me comes back down to Mozgov. Like this team looks exactly like it did last year, this time of year, right? Really poor perimeter defense that gave a lot of guys just just and their guards just flying at the rim. And I'm sorry, you know, Love, Love's never going to be a great defender with guys flying at the rim. Mozgov though was that you know stopgap last year that just was able to stop that action. He was he was our our defensive last resort, and that sort of just started making everything easier. We could be get more aggressive on the perimeter because we knew Mozgov was there to stop the penetration. Uh, it just and he was only playing 20 25 minutes a game, so it's not like he was you know solving that problem when we when he wasn't on the court. Right, but it led it just it is it led to that that defensive energy that then just picked up throughout the entire team, and then Shump came along as well because he, he didn't start playing for like a month after that trade last year. So you know, so my rebuttal is mostly built on we know what this team is capable of. We saw them do it last year. We saw them destroy the entire league, athletic teams, and not in the second half of last year. Um, they had the same exact roster. Um, they're missing two guys. Yeah. But that's what's been bugging me. I, I, they shouldn't be this bad um, with the guys that they have. And I think a lot of that's just scheme and a few particular guys, a few guys in particular, Mozgov and Love, who at the moment are playing well below what they're capable of. So I'm, I'm not happy about it, but I am not despairing. Like I said, Matt, so the way you were talking was so despairing, I felt that like it was an insult to the Browns, who you know, are also here, Matt, that you know, they can hear you. That's the team that you should be despairing and talking this way about. This is the Cavs. They give us re- they, they've given us ample reason to hope and trust them to turn it around, right? 
we can we can call that when they're playing poorly, but you, you you just can't despair on a team like the Cavs. It's too much despair to hold in your sports fans' heart. Like I'm worried about you, Maddie. Yeah, it's, this is a yes, but Patty. I think you need to you, you got to start taking this situation way more seriously. <laughs> way more seriously. Thirty six years, zero parades. <laughs> Matt, this is it. We got we got peak LeBron, close to peak LeBron for another couple years, and then who knows? You just saw the 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 cliff Kobe fell off, right? Mm-hmm. After he turned, his team never made the playoffs after he turned thirty three. LeBron turns thirty one this year. Now the difference is there, so I won't read too much into that. But this is it, man. And and I'm living out here with the the juggernaut of a Warriors team that is not screwing around, that is mm-hmm. not not having its act together, that is not mm-hmm. not taking its opponents seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in my head, man, and I think it should be. It should be in yeah. all our heads. Yeah. Well, man, I, not, there's not second place is is a failure for us this year. Of course, of course. Yeah. There's, so that's yeah. it's it, different it, than the Browns. If the Browns won six games, I would have been happy and said, "Oh, well, look at them." Yeah. But I I've spent many far too many years staring deep into the dark abyss. And in letting it get to me, it's just it's just not healthy. And I I'm annoyed the cash for not giving me unadulterated joy uh, in the early part of the season, but I can't let it get to me because these times are so few and far between. Too, Maddie, we have to appreciate a good team. Yes, I agree. Second place is not is is, is worthless. Uh, but I'm much happier just having a team that's good at basketball. I'm going to focus on that for now. And, and, and be patient to see if they can figure this shit out. Cause I think it's within their power to do so. Cause you know, you can stay in the abyss all you want and, and, and face up to it. But when you're deeply falling into it, you don't think to yourself, boy, I really wish I'd spent the last six months of this run thinking about falling into this abyss. Now that I'm falling into it, you know, it, if, if we, if we lose in the finals, I'll deal with those soul crushing emotions. Then right now I'm going to, I'm going to be positive and hope, hope for the best. Well, my my only my only bump against that. Generally, I agree with you, and we should enjoy the ride. And that's mm. that's, that's a fair point. Um, we this team demonstrated last year that there's stuff you can do in a season to improve a roster, right? And mm. I think we just want to be. This is I I don't want to I don't want to tinker with this team. I feel I felt great about it coming into the year. Um, I felt great about it at various times during the season, but this isn't the roster we have to finish the season with necessarily. Mm-hmm. And we do have some pieces to play with. We do have the trade exceptions to mess around with. We do have, you know, I guess love and, and Thompson as potential trade pieces or Moskov as a potential trade piece. I don't know that that's going to be easy or doable or that we should do it, but I want to look really honestly at this team and players and think about what we got. Now, I don't think we should do any of that until we get Shumpert and, and Kyrie back and until we start playing some real teams. We haven't really played anybody good this year, by the way. That's true. That's maybe uh, most concerning. Who's the best team that we've played? Um, Miami? Miami? We handled Miami the first, in, the, in our first outing. Our first go-round, we handled them, too. They were still getting their mm-hmm. act together a little bit. Like, Chicago's not good. Memphis isn't good. Mm-mm. Indiana's pretty good, but not Indiana's they're not a championship good. contender. Raptors are pretty good this year, surprisingly. Like they, they do look legit. Um, and they beat us. Yeah, uh, but it was close. But after uh, that, it's we've played bad teams. That's true. That's true. We're gonna find out what we're made of very soon. Uh, Christmas Day coming up. Well, even this week, Boston's night, Boston's Boston. not nothing. Yeah. And yep. Oklahoma City on Thursday. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, this first road trip is only four games, and only really Golden State is good. Mm-hmm. It's Golden State, then to Portland, then to Phoenix, then to Denver. Right. Um, right. But, man, I mean, part of it is I don't – there's just not so many elite teams, right? Like, I think there's three – if we're counting the Cavs, I think there's three elite teams. Yeah. Us, Golden State, and San Antonio. San Antonio. And with the possibility of, of uh, Oklahoma City floating in there right now, too. Yeah, they're sort um, of, they've been very up and down, too, honestly. Um, but they just have two crazy scores that uh, they're, always, they're always a threat to win. Um, all right, so, so you're right. So I, I, I will admit to you, Pat, that, I, that uh, you were seeing overreaction for the most part, but to what was some really quite terrible basketball, like getting yeah. blown out at home by the Wizards is not acceptable. The the Pelicans game, excuse me, looked better in the end, but that's LeBron had to put on his cape and do this, his thing. Yeah, no, it, in it, that it, fourth it, quarter, the, and and Ryan Anderson completely and totally outplayed Kevin Love in that game. Completely and totally. Well, let me talk about the Kevin Love then, because and I and I agree. If I'd watched the the Wizards game, I I, I probably would have been much angrier and and darker. But I'm 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 really trying hard. I'm I'm actively trying hard to ward off those emotions. Um, but Love, I, you know, I was watching him again the other night. He was playing okay, but he, he looks like he did last year in terms of his movement. Like, in the first two weeks of the season, he seemed much more spry. I've never really seen Kevin Love go real hard to the rim. Like, he's not, he's not that kind of player, so that's always kind of annoying. And that's not really his game, which is frustrating when you get these nice pay, passes that get on the ball underneath the basket. Then he can't, like, finish with authority because he he's not like that. Uh, which is a problem, which is a, which is a gap in his game, which, which makes him not, you know, invincible. Um, but he, he, he looks like he's hurt or his back's acting. Like he looks ginger out there. Did you, did you sense that watching him? A little bit lately, I think he has a little, but I'm starting to wonder if that's just how he plays now. Yeah. Or if, if and there's no reports on him. There's no reports hurt, on no. him being injured at all. No, I agree. I agree. But, and there uh, weren't a ton last year, and I think we both sort of knew that he was, but – yeah, I don't know. I'd love it if that was the problem. Right? Well, I, In some I, ways, I, I guess maybe maybe yeah. I wouldn't love it. Maybe that's just more concerning, and it means that he's always going to be mm-hmm. that kind of guy, that yeah. kind of banged up. Like, would you rather have him or Draymond Green right now? Oh Jesus! I mean, the thing about Draymond Green, I still feel like, is that Draymond Green is only that good on that team. Um, I mean, the, although you know, the, the people are pointing out, I haven't watched the Golden, I haven't watched the Golden State Warriors enough. I've watched them a little bit. Um, and you know, Draymond has looked pretty good, but like the thing that we did to him in the finals of, you know, Hey, drive the basket, make decisions. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. And he was just a complete and utter spaz and disaster. He's kind of gotten better at making, he's decisions. much better at it. Finishing passing. He's gotten a lot better. So, that's so dangerous on that Curry pick and roll where he gets it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. He can do so much more defensively. He shoots threes at exactly the same percentage as Love right now. Exactly the same percentage. Mm -hmm. Um, And and he's a great defensive player. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Right right now, straight up, you you probably do take Draymond. And he's as as good a passer as Love can be. Green's a pretty freaking good passer himself, too. He is. Um, So, I don't know. It's a long season. Let's let's see how things pan out. Um, We, you know, if Love starts in threes the way he has – historically hit them over the past three, four years. Um, yeah, he went four games without hitting a three-pointer, man. That's weird. It's, I sort of think there's it's something... not like he wasn't taking them. He was taking them. 
hit something's off, and, and you can see him passing up wide open shots. And yes. it's like, what's the point of this? What's the point of this this, mo- this motion if you're not going to take those shots? Yeah, that's your game. Do it, man. Yeah. Um, but he's I like I like how he played when, he, when he's when he's playing aggressive and smart. Like I like how he, he gets the seal out. He's He's, he, he runs. He does a lot of real well. smart stuff out there. I agree. It's just so so. I'm not giving up on him yet. I'm I'm hoping you know. Look, we we this past two weeks we have a lot of time off between games, which is one thing. One little X factor we should be looking for is uh, how how much more of the team gets coached up in this time off. Um, you know, you don't usually get this. I mean, I think we have had two games of rest at least. Sometimes three game, three days of rest. Excuse me between games um, for the past two, two weeks straight. I think the last time we've had a, a less than two days of rest was, I don't know, when was it? Just a while ago. Maybe right before the, uh, the Heat game, that, that back-to-back. That may have been the last. That ba- like, yeah, that back-to-back was for sure. We've had a ton of time to practice, so that's encouraging. Um, and so we'll see how, how it plays out in these games. There's some big games coming up. Um, and, and, and we should say, I think, I think this podcast might, might go out after the uh, – uh, the the Boston game. This this is uh, all that I haven't seen that. So I don't know. I, I think something's wrong with him uh, uh, physically, and I'm hoping it's something nagging that goes away and he gets fresh and and is is the player we saw in the first two weeks of the season. The player we saw in the first two weeks of the season. I'm excited about, it. and I'm not sure I trade that I trade that guy for Draymond Green. Um, although again, yeah. Draymond Green has has you know his, his defense is a big X factor which Kevin Love doesn't have and hurts you in the small ball lineup. No, and I thought, you know, I thought he'd been better this year. He was trying. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, and then Love is, is, Love on a great defensive team, if he's your one weak spot and a really good defensive team, is totally solid and actually makes a lot of smart, good hustle plays. And he, mm-hmm. can block, he can block some shots. Like, you put him in a good position to succeed, he's actually pretty good on defense. He's not a complete liability. Um, but if you're asking him to do more to be, you know, one of the top two guys in your defense, you know, no. you're trying to have him stop a guy flying over the no, that he's going to get destroyed and be, be exposed. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, I think the biggest problem, would you agree, Maddie has been Mozgov. And I think it's no surprise, no secret that we finally crushed, um, you know, took care of business on a night that Mozgov looked like his old self. Yeah. Uh, Orlando. Uh, I think he's the biggest key to this defense right now. Um, you know, we can, we can plug TK into, line, into small ball lineups and, and we tend to not go, you know, use him in crunch time. But throughout the course of a 40, you know, 48 minute game, we, we need Mozgov's presence against a lot of lineups. And, you know, you can talk about the small ball lineups and their death lineup, but, you know, most of basketball, you have a lot of different teams and matchups you have to be able to play against. And what I loved about the Cavs roster is that we can mix and match against almost mm-hmm. all styles. And, you know, that's where our, we aren't athletic enough. It's like, yeah, we're not one-dimensional. We have a lot of ways to win. And I think we can hang with athletic teams too, and, but we can also beat up physical teams, you know. Right, and that's that we're also relying on our coach to be able to recognize and execute strategy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not saying he can't, but. I haven't seen a lot of it this year. I'm also not saying he can. And we've been super limited this year with the guys that we've had out. I get all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, still. Yeah. So I think we covered a lot of our other bases. Talk about TT. He's, you know, he's not terrible, but but he's nothing close to his playoff self right now. No, um, Jesus. It's a lot of money spent on him. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, yeah. I know we had to do it. I, I get all the we, – we texted about this. I get it. That's yeah. the position we're in. We got to overpay for guys, but dear God, man. Well, I think I think also he's I think he can play better than this one. 
Uh, I think we know he can play better than this. Uh, two, um, we keep talking about, uh, you know, how people are going to snuff out that, uh, that pick and roll. I'm like, yeah, but I'm kind of looking forward to, you know, if Kyrie is serious about not finishing at the rim all the time, he's going to be looking for things like this. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Kyrie trying to run this pick and roll and have people so scared about that lob that they let him go to the basket without mauling him and, and the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing if Kyrie can pick up on what Delhi and TT have going. Uh, certainly Mo has not been able to do, do it very much. He's, he's no. Mo's, re- Mo's regressed a little. Yeah, a, lot, a little. Um, I, it's been a, you know, the old man, uh, Richard Jefferson, has been really unexpectedly bad on defense. He was supposed you, to be better than this. Was it the end of the uh, – this was super weird. The end of the, the Pelicans game, I think, where they were putting Richard Jefferson in on defense to guard yes. one of their – I can't remember if it was Tyreek Evans or Gordon or, mm-hmm. or Holiday, whoever it was. It was a terrible decision. It was weird. The one time I noticed it was late when they benched Kevin Love to put him in there. My dad was with me watching. He was upset. Like, why are we benching Kevin Love? And I said, uh, I was like, it, like I, this makes sense if we had Shump. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I, I get what they're trying to do because Kevin Love is, having a, is struggling on, on defense uh, uh, that night and we needed to stop. Uh, I can see the idea behind it, but RJ just, just isn't, isn't bringing it on defense. Yeah. yeah now, I, I I was listening to listening to national broadcasters makes me feel better in these times. So the mm-hmm. I listened to Zach Lowe's podcast a little bit ago, and yeah, even Simmons. And when the Cavs were brought up, they were just like, "Yeah, the Cavs are fine. I mean, they're doing what yeah. they need to do." I think Lowe was like, "They're just screwing around right now. They're playing Richard Jefferson and Jared Cunningham, and those, <laughs> those guys aren't going to play when it matters." Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's an important thing for us to keep in mind too. Yep. And Trump is back, and uh, man, he looked good. He looked so good. He did. Well, although, although I will say, his first couple of minutes in the court, he was getting eaten alive on those pick, um, uh, those pick plays, freeing uh, Oladipo. Yeah, and that um, was his. He had that problem in the finals too. His off-ball defense was just his off-ball defense is, is, is still a problem. But man, he can fall asleep sometimes. Matty, you there? Yep, oh, hey, oh, false alarm. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, he could fall asleep. And, but he does have, he just, you know, that, that, that strip play. So yeah. good. His, uh, um, his drives looked a little better. I mean, I'm, I don't want him doing that a whole lot. But oh, that's... oh, get ready for it, Matt. That's what he said he's been working on. He, he, I know. he all his tape and he wasn't aggressive enough. Uh, you know, look, if he finishes like he finished tonight, which I don't expect him to do all the time, you know, with both the three-point shot and the finish at the rim, then fucking A, that's a great, uh, that's a great bonus that we haven't had before. But uh, just focus on D. <laughs> three yeah. D. Three D, come on. <laughs> it's a nice thing to break out if disaster happens, but if we're healthy, he should not be doing any of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we should be able to see Kyrie uh, later this week, probably not for the Boston game. Uh, no, it sounds like he's going to come back Thursday, though, right? Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Oklahoma City game, TNT. Yep. People keep saying, like, like he, he's, he's been lights out in all of these practices, and it's getting harder and harder to hold him back. And, he, and Chris Hayes is talking about how, like, uh, Kyrie is pushing really hard and getting real mad about wanting to get out there, and they're not, not going to be able to hold him back anymore. I love this. Patty, part of me really wants Kyrie to come out and just go bonkers. Oh, um, part of the you? attention. Because <laughs> yeah, of the 
because of the attention that uh, Steph yeah. Curry's getting. Oh my God! Yes, and Kyrie isn't that lights out a shooter for sure. Nobody yeah, that's is. True. That's Nobody true. is. Um, but his handle is every bit as good, if not better. His mm-hmm. finishing at the rim is better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he wants to come get some of that. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him start shooting a ton more threes, just because uh, he. I mean, he's still forty three percent shoot uh, three point shooter. Like, yeah. Like for his, not for his career, but like the last couple of years, he's been hitting that pretty consistently. That's yeah. not that far below uh, uh, Steph Curry's percentages. No, so he's not that far off Steph. Um, so you know, anyway, and that's I like. Steph's I like what we threes. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm excited to see this backcourt and the, the oh, different yeah. permutations that we'll get. Um, like I we're going to see some Delhi Kyrie action, which I think will be interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Um. You know, I think this will put Jr. in a better position to succeed. Absolutely, they'll put Mo where we really want. You know, like we could put Mo. On the, we, we could put Mo against the right line, so we, where he's not exposed on defense, and he can just focus on 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 offense. When he's yes, hot. and you can come in and, and Vinny Johnson him come in, and if the, if he's heating up and doing great, you can ride that hot hand for a little bit. And if it's yeah. not, yep, same then, yep, and same with Jr. a little bit too. To be, to yep. be oh yeah. So, did you read the Sports Illustrated article uh, about LeBron? Yes. Uh, so, what did you? I mean, there's been a lot of talk about this. LeBron's obsessed with the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're in his head and all that stuff. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Is it inappropriate? Is it worrisome? Or is it just you know competitive fire? I think it is appropriate, and it is competitive fire. They should be. In, I mean, yeah. I don't know that they're in his head. What is in his head? No, He's, he, he can't sleep at night because no. They're the best team in the league right now. They're playing out of their minds. He's they beat us last year. They're the team to get. That's yeah, He should be thinking about them. He's focused on destroying them, as he should be. Yes. This is totally totally legitimate to me. Um, oh, my God, that Christmas Day game. Oh, God, it's going to be uh, – <laughs> I'm already nervous thinking about it. I debated – you know, I was thinking about trying to go to that game, and tickets mm-hmm. are just, just absurd. Oh, wow, um, right, yeah. It's so so hard to get. Uh, so I ended up saying, okay, well, let's, I'm not going to do that. We're going back to Cleveland, but I, we're flying at 5 in the morning so that I can get back in time to watch Ugh. the entirety of that game. That's, 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 that's devotion, my friend. You got to do what you got to do, buddy. It's, it's almost, it's almost as, as uh, uh, impressive as my uh, waking up at 2 in the morning in Singapore to watch Game 4. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of, of, the, of the Boston series. Uh, which is notable for another uh, thing that happened. Matt, wasn't that the the game where uh, Kelly Olynyk uh, uh, had a had a had an awkward basketball play, totally yeah. honest, and you know a man's arm out of its socket? You remember my question, Pat? I really fifty percent of me really wants Kevin Love first play of the game to just yank his arm out of his socket. <laughs> like, Oops! Oops! I'm just I'm a little awkward. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sort of unathletic and, and awkward, and yeah. I was going for the ball. Yeah. Um, I'll take my one-game suspension. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I would love him forever. That, would, you um, back, would you think about everything you said about him if you did that? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be the level of aggression I've never seen from him. It would be incredible. I'd absolutely oh. love it. Oh, my God. I hate these fuckers. I'm going to be so mad if we lose this game. I'm going to be so pissed. Do you, see so the, do you see the Jay Crowder's expecting an apology from JR Smith <laughs> thing that was floating around today? 
Oh, what a bitch. Don't hold your fucking breath, Jay. Don't hold your breath. That ain't coming. Uh, Might get smacked in the mouth again. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a little worried about JR. You might get suspended again. Yeah, it, that's, a, that's okay. It's all important. That somebody said, like, did you, did you reach out to JR? Like, immediately after it happened, or the week after it happened, when he was being all contrite and everything. But he's being super contrite, and they said, did you reach out to Jay? And he's like, no, I didn't reach out to him. <laughs> it's like, he's basically saying, no, you deserve to get punched in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. dumb. I apologize to my teammates. I'm, I'm yeah. like, the one that let down. He's a Mark S. bitch. <laughs> Love it. So great. So great. Uh, I don't have any analysis to give uh, uh, on them. We, we know how to beat them. We should do it. Uh, it's just a question of whether we're playing in our right mindset. Like, I can see us totally blowing this game, getting blown out like idiots. Which is oh, for sure. For sure. It'll be super uh, frustrating. Their coach is super good. We'll have them ready to play. Yeah. Can adjust his game plan. Well, and they're pumped, right? Because they hate us. So they're going to be super up for this game, just like they were for, uh, for, for uh, Golden State. State. And they played out of their minds that night. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I want to move into a few other small things before we, uh, wrap up with, uh, Browns and tribe with, uh, sure. I feel, I feel like you and I have reached a detente, uh, is, is the cold war over Maddie? Yeah, it, right. it is for now. Unless they start playing real bad and I freak out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That um, could happen. That could happen. Uh, at, at any moment in time, you could, you could begin to sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, watch that. A little too early. Hold on. Man, game over, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite series. I just, I just collected all of those, all of his whining lines from that movie, <laughs> just to have them ready to throw. So out good. All, night. Uh, all right, so I have some weird shit, Maddie. Um, the other night, a couple weeks ago, I don't usually remember my dreams, but I had this bizarre dream, and I, and I need you to psychoanalyze it for me, Maddie. Please. So uh, uh, I was waking up constantly because I have uh, a three-month-old and uh, deep into sleep. And in my dream, I was at some party, kind of in a California-ish environment, you know, maybe San Francisco area. I don't know. Uh, uh, just but California was definitely the, the place. It was a party where I kind of felt like I was out of place. I didn't know anyone that was there. And for some reason, I'm sitting on a couch on a porch with a, a big comforter over my lap. And then in hmm. comes Tristan Thompson, and he sits down on the couch, and I, and I, I move the comforter to make room for him because we're friends. Because apparently Tristan Thompson in this dream is simultaneously you, Matt Younger. Ooh. Do you know how you have those dreams where somebody is, the, is, is you know, two people at the same time? Yeah. So sure. he's both Tristan Thompson and he's also you. He sits down. I, I make room for him. I don't know why the comforter is here. This is a little, you know, homoerotic, but – uh, uh, I you know make room for the company. He sits down and he complains about his back being hurt. And uh, I'm concerned. I said, "Are you okay? Like you're gonna be able to play?" And then he mumbled something and seemed to be disinterested and got up to go talk to somebody else because I was apparently being boring. And uh, I realized, oh shit, that was the only guy I knew at the party. I'm sitting by myself again. What does that dream mean, Matt? You're worried that I'm too cool to be friends with you. Nah, I don't think so. Tristan Thompson was in the was in, was in the dream. I, 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 no, you said Tristan Thompson was me. He came yeah. down to talk to you. He was bored because you weren't doing anything for him, and he left. That's that's your constant worry, Pat. We've been over down this road a million times, you and I. Is that really true? I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna abandon you, buddy. Matt, no, but the problem don't is, worry. Matt, Matt, if you're if you're my marker for cool, things are in bad shape for me socially. Yeah, this is bad. 
What have I done with my life, Matt? You're my cool friend. Matt, wait, wait, wait. Are you my hate, cool friend? Are you I my cool to, friend? I hate to break it to you, buddy. Jesus Christ. Whew, thank God for Becca. You're in bad shape. <laughs> well, Becca has cool friends. So I get to hang out with them by, uh, by, by That's true. extension. Uh, speaking of Becca, uh, I, I had a few random Becca's balling moments from the few moments of, uh, of basketball we were able to watch together. Uh, uh, still, oh, I guess. Let's hear them. Uh, she said that uh, uh, Vucevic looked like he was raised in a Transylvanian castle. Nick Interesting. Vucevic. Oh, I've got a, a quick Vucevic note for you, Patty. Oh, what's that? What's that? Um, yeah, maybe a month ago, maybe, after an Orlando game, Dave, our friend Dave Deming, texts us and says, I just listened to Vukovic, Vukovic <laughs> in a post-game interview, and he talks like a wigger. Uh, <laughs> What's going on with that? And my response was, he learned how to speak English in Orlando. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> it makes total sense. Absolutely. Right? Uh, uh, that's great. But I agree with Becca. He does look yeah. a little vampirish. It's crazy. Um, also, it's weird. I don't know. Why, why doesn't he shoot the ball like 40 times a game? Whenever I watch him play, he can't miss a goddamn thing. Yeah, he's good. Why doesn't he shoot the ball 20 times a game? It's I crazy. I, it's like, uh, well, what percentage does he shoot? It's crazy. Orlando's a little weird better than I was giving them credit for. Mm-hmm. That was an impressive victory. Like they weren't a terrible team. They weren't good. They, not well, they were, I think, I think we ca- just caught, they were coming off a road trip. They yeah, just clearly yeah. did not have their, their mojo working. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they beat, well, they beat the crap out of somebody tonight. Um, yeah, they're bad. That win was, that win was not, not a bad one. Uh, another observation she had, which is funny because it wasn't intended uh, uh, the way it was received. She saw uh, 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 Delhi get the ball and just immediately launch a three and nail it. And she goes, wow, they'll let anyone take a shot. <laughs> but she meant it's a positive thing. Like, that's what's great about the Cavs. They'll just let anyone take a shot. Like, that's a good – that's a positive thing about the Cavs. Uh, I was like, there's a lot of guys who'd say the exact same thing, but, you know, differently. Uh, lastly, she was saying that Movember was not doing Andy Farajal any favors tonight. I have to agree. He looked super creepy. Um, yeah, the mustache is weird on him. With that, with that hair combo, no good. Mm-hmm. Uh, any new moves for you on your power kill list? Uh, I mean, Draymond is just number one with a bullet right now. Yeah, big time. Uh, he, he and Curry now have, have have. I forget if they already moved into moved. Uh, what's his name? Um, Mike Dunleavy out of number one. Dunleavy, yeah, Mike Dunleavy I, haven't hasn't played yet this year, so, so he's it's a drifting. little tough. So, so they're 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 occupying number one and number two right now. And particularly like there's like uh, uh, clips of them like like getting asked questions about the Utah Jazz. You played them real tough and it was a close game and, and Utah you know fell short in the end. And they were just laughing about yeah. you know, the suggestion that Utah's a good team. They're just apparently that's not true. Laughing. Really? Apparently that's not true, Patty. Yeah. What I, listen, doing? I I don't like to, to to tell you this, but apparently um, I, I listened to a podcast. It was Zach Lowe's last podcast with Ethan oh, really? Strauss, who uh, yeah. covers them. And he said he, it was actually – Golden State apologist, right? <laughs> he is a bit of a Golden State apologist. But he said he was asking the question. They were laughing at him, and it just got misinterpreted by another writer that was there. Mm. And he was like, yeah, we sort of broke Twitter for a little bit after that one. Mm. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's not like – even though immediately after that game, I've been hearing them be much more respectful in their answers. Yeah, no, no, no. They're obnoxious. I, I, no, think, I, I think that's a poser. I think they were laughing at them and they got caught being total dicks. That's, um, not, that's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Right? That's fine. 
Who was the um, Versteeg wanted us to put somebody on the kill list the other day? Oh, it was yeah. um, shit. Hold on, I'll 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 remember. Give me one second. Um, damn, it's relative. My time. You looking up the text? No, I'm actually just pulling up our our schedule because I'll remember once I see. It wasn't anybody on Orlando. It was no. I think it was like the game or two before. Mm-hmm. Which is the, I think it might have been the game before. The, well, wasn't it uh, Pelicans? No. Well, this isn't very exciting, Maddie. No, no, no. So anybody else make your list? Uh, nope, that's it. That's that's basically that's all I'm at right now. I, it's a, and most of my, my, my frustration is focused on the Cavs. So uh, no one else is really on my radar at the moment. <laughs> they've been angering you enough? Yes, yes. They're, they're, all, they're not quite on the kill list, but <laughs> they've been angering me enough. Uh, a brief question about handshake analysis. It, it, can we declare the, the, the Kevin Love JR handshake to be the best? I, 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 I laugh every time I see it. I don't yes, see it that, one is re- that one is really good. And you can always spot it in the background of shots. It's great. It's just it's fantastic. Um, so oh, Patty, a, it, was, it was against uh, Portland. It was uh, – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Noah Vonla? No, no, no. Uh, Alfarik Aminu. Aminu, Aminu. Yeah. That's what uh, it was. He didn't make it for me. Yeah, I, no. I didn't watch the whole thing, you know. I, you know, as I was still doing my little in and out stuff because I was uh, that was date night, Patty. Date night, quality of life, Maddie. Yeah, abandoning the franchise that could win a championship, but I understand. <laughs> I take little breaks, little breaks, you know. That just makes the heart grow fonder, Maddie. You know that. I guess uh, so. Uh, so la- the last pod we did, we we redid our most likely to list. I don't know. We, we, we maybe we'll skip it this week, but uh, just to do some tracking. Uh, uh, we we had uh, get uh, who's the most likely to get LeBron exact get the LeBron exasperated parent look. I don't think I jotted down your answers. I jotted down mine. Uh, I said Mo. I think I nailed that one. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, you got a lot. He's been terrible. Uh, most likely to follow the rotation, RJ. That didn't really happen. No, nah, he's been yeah. there pretty consistently. I don't know that anybody's really fallen out. No. Uh, well, what, what Andy? You know, we thought bounce into the rotation. That did not happen. So yeah, he he never really got in though. Yeah, no, exactly. Back out. exactly. It's too bad. I, I, I don't like uh, uh, Fear of the Sword, Cavs Twitter being right about Andy. I know. Well, it's a long season still. I think they're, yeah. they're being patient with him. All right, I guess. I hope so. We'll see. Um, all right, Maddie, should we run to the Browns? Do we have to? Let's do a little. I just want to ask you my question. Okay, shoot. So if you tomorrow – Somebody came to you and said the Browns are going to move to uh, L.A. They're going to become the L.A. whatever the L.A. football team is going to be. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Haslam's going to own them. They're gone. But in two years, you will get an expansion team. Same deal as the last time. We get the so essentially the same deal as the last one, right? So history stays with us. Colors stay with us. We're still the Browns. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you take that deal? Um, yeah. You asked me this in the – I'm so down on Haslam and how uh, just how disastrously unfixable this situation seems. Certainly, certainly is at least two years away, right? At it, least minimum. It's probably more like three to four, um, or longer, or depending years. on who gets fired after this. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Uh, it's very tempting, but I think I say no. 
you know, rationally speaking, I think you have a very good case for it. Um, how could it get any worse? Wouldn't it be better? To, this is the best chance to get a new owner, two, to get uh, uh, you know, a good GM that gets a ton of draft picks to be able to build his team from scratch. Yep. Um, when you said exactly the same deal as last time, that's one big hiccup. The Browns got a shitty deal um, in their 99 expansion. And Terry Pluto, actually, uh, you know, we, we give him a lot of shit in this podcast, um, um, mostly out of love, because I, I do love Terry, Terry Pluto. Um, he, he wrote a good book about this, about how the NFL totally screwed the Browns, um, giving them less time to prepare, giving them, I think, not even the same number of draft picks kind of shit. Like, we did not get as nearly a, a generous a package as the Panthers and the Jaguars did when they started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want a package like that, number one. But, okay, that's fair enough. But I, it's just, it hurts too much to, even though they suck, to have Browns go away for another two years. It just, that's, that's one of those like traumatic experiences in my childhood that sticks with me. Uh, oh. For three years that it's just, it's almost like having, you know, flashbacks. I just, I, that's too much for me. I, 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 even if they suck, I'd rather the Browns still be here and be my Browns, my shitty Browns. Oh, having, not me. To me, having no Browns is worse than having a shitty Brown. No, I'd rather I'd rather just get a cleanse my palate, get them out of there for a couple of years. Mm. It's gonna be bad. I mean, this season has been awful. This has been the worst season to me it, since they they've been back. They can't even lose properly. We need to no. lose, and then they win. Of course, they have their first blowout in forever. No, and everybody's excited now. Maybe Johnny Football is going to be good, and maybe we should keep petting. And that's yeah. dumb. Don't worry. We we have to play Seattle soon. That's going to that this is going to die real fast. Um, you know, I maybe also Maddie. Maybe it's a, a little bit of the Stockholm syndrome. You know, yeah. I, I'm the yeah, abuse, you, I'm the abused spouse that uh, uh, just can't quit them. Yeah, I think that's I, totally possible. I've been, I've been traumatized and terrorized by them, so I can't let them go. That, that maybe a little something's going on right now. Oh, but, I would uh, say I would say goodbye and not think twice. Yeah, I'd miss well, Joe Thomas, maybe Joe Hayden. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's probably about it. Uh, oh, hey, Matt, Speaking of players, did did, uh, did did Dwayne Bow play? I believe he was a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. Hey, you know, I saw a funny number. You know, uh, Tom Brady, a uh, uh, noted wide receiver. Has, Tom Brady. Has, yeah, he has more wide receiving yards than Dwayne Bow this year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey, at least Rainbow has more catches. I think he has two. <laughs> uh, all right. So any uh, any else with Browns or should we move on to the tribe? No, that's any it. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Quick, yeah. so quick, quick tribe stuff. Yeah. Um, I, have, very, I have not been following them, so so you got to tell me. So it was a very quiet uh, winter meeting. The big thing for the tribe is that, uh, not surprisingly, their outfield is uh, lacks some depth. <laughs> and yeah. especially within uh, Michael Brantley had knee surgery. I think knee surgery shoulder i can't remember just after the season and they, he's not going to be ready immediately there was an initial report that it was going to be much longer and he wouldn't be back till june now it seems like just a, a few weeks it'll be back at the end of april um so it feels like they need to add depth there what can they trade is there can they trade from their core of starting pitching mm-hmm. um or their prospects they didn't make any moves there and it's sort of unclear I'm, I'm. I think I'm happy about that. I didn't really want to see them trade. Uh, Carrasco was the oh, one God, people yeah. really like. That's the one move. Uh, yeah, they, so that's sort of like the the best move is the move you don't make. If they, yeah, if they don't trade Carrasco, that's a huge win in the off season. <laughs> I feel good. Me. I feel good about it. Now, on the other hand, starting pitching is absurdly like the contracts that are getting handed out are continue to boggle the mind. Yeah, and Carrasco is so cheap for so long that theoretically you could just pull a king's ransom for him so I, I think they're being smart and evaluating options they just haven't had anything come across yet 
I think they keep waiting for the market to shake out. Cueto just signed with the uh, the yeah. Giants today for a bunch of money. That's um, a stack rotation. Yeah. So I think you wait and see um, how desperate teams get. But you're either – my concern is if they go into their minors, have a little pitching depth in their minors, just the Sheffield and uh, the, the kid they, they got from the Cardinals last year for Brandon Moss. Mm-hmm. Um I, I sort of want them to just play and just dip in a free agency a little bit for a stopgap. I feel like they have outfield help coming. Um, we can roll Chisholm out there again this year in a platoon and feel decent about that in right field. Um, I yeah, think and, that, and, that, and that redhead played pretty, pretty well winter ball, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of, both of those guys are playing well, Zimmer and Frazier. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think I'd rather see them do that uh, and just stick with that, that rotation. That should be really good and hopefully just get a little um, health luck. Gomes going down last year, I think, really derailed them Yeah, for a bunch of different reasons. Um, and you hope for a little bit of a bounce back year from, from Carlos Santana, a full year of Lindor and run with oh. it. So I think oh. people are disappointed. They got some nasty, some, some not great grades from the winter meetings because they didn't do much, but, right. you know. Baseball is a uh, an unleveling an unlevel playing field to say the least. I almost and forgot. I, I almost forgot about Francis, Francisco Lindor. It just made me smile. Oh, it's that's so going to be he's awesome. so fun for a full year of him next oh, year. Seriously, right? Yeah, it's going to uh, be really good. Uh, so I, I I know it's tough. Um, it's tough to be a Tribe fan sometimes, right? Because you just can't compete, and baseball mm-hmm. um, sucks a little bit in that way. But I personally have gotten very fond of rooting for. Uh, a team with a more limited budget. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's really interesting. It's clearly been demonstrated that those teams can win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Indians are smart. You know, we thought we haven't really talked about Shapiro leaving Shapiro leaving. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah. and taking Ross Atkins with him. Um, don't think it's a big deal, but I think we have a good, well-regarded front office that does about as best as it can. And you got to catch a couple breaks and, we just haven't caught him in the last yeah, couple of years. It's sort of weird. Why? Why was Shapiro pushed out? Why? Why? What was no, the, I think he just. I think he had just. From everything I've read, there's absolutely no bad blood or anything. He had just been here. My sense is he had just been here for twenty years and was like, I want to go try something else. He didn't want to stand in Eddie's uh, uh, way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's uh, part of it. And he gets to go play around with an enormous budget. And yeah do that stuff in Toronto. So I, you know, I don't think there's any ill will, you know, outside of our ownership, I think it's a really well run organization and to the Dolan's credit. They pretty much stay out of the way. That's true. Um, I like them to cut some more checks, but you know, it's, it's catch 22 here. Nobody's going to the games anymore. Yeah. No, um, exactly. And so they don't spend cause nobody's going to the game. Nobody goes to the games cause they don't spend. It's, it's a little tricky. It's a vicious cycle. So I'm hoping they, I'm hoping they come out hot this year. Um, That'd be nice for a change. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so there'll, there'll be more, but it was a it was a quiet winter meeting for them, and I'm personally okay with that. All right, I'll buy that. Uh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm into the try this year, and hopefully they won't be in the cover of Sports Illustrated this year. No, I think we got that out of the way. Thank, thank God, goodness. assholes. No, thank you, Sports Social. <laughs> no. Ask us first. Yeah. If we would like the honor, <laughs> they would like to decline this honor. Yeah. Uh, all right, so um, I, you know, next podcast, I'm not sure when because I'm, I'm traveling to Cleveland again. Um, may, may, maybe Sunday night? Uh, I'm going to be in Cleveland um, for, the, for the annual McMenamin holiday party on Saturday night. Sorry to miss it. 
Mm, I, I, we're sorry to miss you. Um, I think your mom might be coming, though. Oh, I hope so. I'll say hello to your mother for you. Please do. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but maybe Sunday night because uh, I don't think we drive. We don't head back until Monday afternoon. I don't think. Yeah, that could uh, work for me. Uh, so maybe Sunday night. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, worst case scenario, um, you know, somehow over the holidays, we'll we'll do a catch up. We'll, we'll definitely. I think we should aim to do a podcast before the big game. Yes, what, I agree. Day. Yeah, we got some um, good tests coming up with Boston and Oklahoma City. We should yeah, talk exactly, exactly one way or the other. Agree. What do you think our, our, our record is? So how many games? Are we? So we have, what are our games before Golden State? Let's take a look at them briefly, Let's, and then we'll and then we'll wrap up. We have uh, Boston on um, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, which should be probably the night uh, that uh, our listeners are listening tomorrow. Oklahoma City on Thursday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now nah, let's see. After that. Well, I've got, I've got it. I'm loading it up here in front of me. Um, and then we've got oh Sixers on Sunday. It's a nice little break. Mm. Three uh, Sixers games already this year. Jeez, that's crazy. All all those getting out of the way. And then we have the Knicks on on Wednesday. Uh, two days. Third, before. our third Knicks game of the year. I know, crazy. And again, they are they are uh, no pushovers anymore. They're they're uh, they're a decent team. But uh, but again, we get all this time off. We get like two days off between. Uh, no, I, I want to see us be. Japan. I I want to see us be three and one after this at a minimum. Three and one. Yeah. Yeah. You can't I lose agree. to the Seventy Sixers or Knicks, and I you know I could take a loss to the Celtics or yeah. Thunder. But you if got, Kyrie comes back, I you know we'll see. National I'm, TV on Thursday, I'd anticipate us winning that game. Tomorrow night's the one I'm most worried about. I I, I, I agree with you. I'm 100 with you. So yeah, I agree with you. Three and one is what is what I think we're probably going to end up being. Uh, walking into the Warriors game. So. All right, Maddie. Uh, I think that does it for the Cleveland Sports Hour. Uh, uh, a little technical technical difficulties, but hopefully, after I have a chance to edit this thing, it'll be somewhat seamless. 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 Uh, until next time, this is Maddie and Patty saying. Friendship. Nice. Well done. Hey. All right, buddy. <laughs>